Hi, I'm Kim Palmer and I'm the founder of Clementine. And Femtech to me is two things. It's supporting the billions, yes, billions of women worldwide who suffer from stress and anxiety and confidence issues. And it's the other part of it, um, if I think about like technically what it is, is to understand from a female perspective all of the problems and challenges that we face holistically, physically, mentally, spiritually, whatever, and finding ways to solve these problems that we're having using technology. Welcome to Femtech Focus with Dr. Brittany Barreto, exploring the past, present, and future of women's health and wellness. Welcome to the Femtech Focus podcast, where we have meaningful and provocative conversations with femtech experts. These academics, doctors, and innovators tell us about the past, present, and future of women's health and wellness. I'm your host, Dr. Brittany Barreto, and before we kick off today's episode, I want to tell you about our upcoming summit on March 21st and 22nd. Get your tickets for this badass women's health and wellness conference at femtechsummit.com. We have amazing speakers like Jesse Draper from Hologen Ventures, one-on-one office hours with investors, and a reverse pitch competition where femtech investors are pitching to you about the types of deals they're looking to fund. Get your ticket today at femtechsummit.com. Today's episode is sponsored by Withem. Withem is a forward-thinking, technology-driven advisory and accounting firm committed to helping companies be more profitable, efficient, and productive in today's complex business environment. Withem's dedicated Femtech team is proud to partner with members of the Femtech community. Get to know their team at withem.com backslash Femtech. Okay, Fem fans, today's episode features my interview with Kim Palmer, founder and CEO of Clementine. Clementine is a hypnotherapy app that aims to improve the emotional well-being of women all over the world. Born after Kim experienced a number of pan attacks while pregnant, Clementine has been created to make women more calmer, more confident, and better equipped to cope with everyday life. A hypnotherapy session available on the Clementine app can be used to boost self-confidence and help you return to sleep by guiding you to a relaxed state, similar to daydreaming and it suggests new ways to deal with everyday grievances, allowing you to kick back and continue your daily routine. Enjoy the episode. Hey, Kim. Welcome to the show. Hi there. Thanks for having me. Nice to see you again. Nice to see you again. Yeah, last time, was it Women of Wearables? Yeah, it was Women of Wearables, just before Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it feels like forever. Holidays, pandemic. 2020. I don't know what year I'm in. No, I know. (laughs) That was a really fun panel. It's actually really uh, where I got to research your company and stuff. Um, Real quickly, you have these uh, virtual background with chickens that are pink (laughs) and they have these little swirly, crazy eyes. What is happening? What are those? Wow. That's um, these little chickens. People can't see them, but. they're part of the branding for Clementine. And we made this little ad a while ago because lots of people think that hypnotherapy is like 
um, you know, you'll end up being a chicken on a stage clucking around. So we sort of were making a bit of a joke out of it. We made these paid ads and then we just love this chicken. So we've just been using him. Yeah. Oh, to him. Yeah. Yeah. I just assumed it was a him. <laughs> clucking around like an idiot. I don't know. Sorry. I love it. I love it. I, um, all my plants are hymns. Like, so it's weird how we kind of identify like genders to different random non-gendered objects, but yes, cool, remember. cool, cool. Little chicken, little crazy chicken. <laughs> um, well, we always love to kick off the show with um, a story about you and your background. You know, we usually don't say, maybe you did, you want to grow up and hypnotize women for their health, right? Like, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> so tell us like, you know, where'd you grow up? you know, you have an accent. So let us yeah. know where you're from. And, uh, and did you have a career before this? And how did you end up here? Yeah, I did. So well, I'm living in the UK now with my family. Uh, but I'm my accent, I'm a Kiwi. So I'm a New Zealander, proud Kiwi at the moment. Very <laughs> proud. Nailing it. Um, <laughs> and it's amazing uh, when women are in power, you know? Oh, I know. I just love Jacinda Ardern. I've got a massive crush on her. Um, anyway, so yeah, I came here when I was 26 and um, I had a career before I started Clementine in marketing and strategy, worked agency side, client side, mainly for really quite big uh, companies like Tesco, which is the biggest grocery supplier here in the UK, some of the major banks, that sort of stuff. And to be completely honest with you, I hit a point in my career when I was um, pregnant with my first son and I had a lot of quite unhealthy work. And well, actually it wasn't just work, it was everything. I was I was quite a tightly wound up person. <laughs> I, you know, I'm being frank, like I was a perfectionist. I like just really stupid things would like trigger me at home, like seeing something out of place, like, you know, why is there, I'd just go into a rage, you know, everything had to be perfect. I was a people pleaser, a workaholic, all these things. I mean, I'm surprised that I got married um, <laughs> to all, that person. All, all I hear is that there's hope for me. <laughs> there's hope for all the people who are wound up. Um, and anyway, I used to, it's, the benefit of hindsight is amazing. So I used to get a lot of headaches mm-hmm. and I never, um, I just had like a, like a dull sense of not feeling like happy. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And um, it's funny, my mum used to, because I didn't sleep well as well, and my mum used to send me books from New Zealand uh, to eat more meat because she thought that that was the problem. But actually what ended up happening, all of these unhealthy behaviours sort of came to an ugly head. Yeah. And I was working and pregnant and I ended up having my very first panic attack Mm. um, at work. And to cut a very long story short, that one moment um, became a major trauma of my life because mm. I'd, I'd, I'd made myself out like I was a superwoman. Yeah, yeah. I really had in everything that I did, except underneath it all, I was just a crumbling mess. Yeah. And so yeah. that trauma, um, I went on a spiral. So I just went down, 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 and I lost my voice and I lost my confidence. And I began having panic attacks and developed social anxiety uh, like on a daily basis basically yeah. wow and um so that that was all a bit dark for a couple of years yeah and well thank you so much for sharing that I'm sure we have a lot of aspiring and early stage founders that listen or MDs and 
they really intense jobs and <laughs> we are you know a lot of our listeners are fighters for women's equality and so I'm sure there's a high percentage of our listeners that are like oh my god that happened to me last week or yeah. last year is, or I should anticipate this coming <laughs> this is the thing is that it's a universe it's my story is yeah. very it, it crosses cultures, it crosses mm-hmm. countries, you know, women around the world are all suffering from these things, you know, uh, all the time. Um, I, do, you know, I'm here talking to you because I, it's, it was actually a gift in a way. Sometimes you have mm-hmm. to hit rock bottom to go somewhere else. And I, again, to cut a very long story short, I realized that the, what the work that I was doing uh, made me incredibly unhappy and was the trigger for a lot of these unhealthy behaviors mm-hmm. and so after a lot of deep thinking and, and and work on myself and finding hypnotherapy as well was the thing that even got me back to working I did a career pivot and it was whilst I was working that I, I came to this realization that I had a bigger purpose in life yeah. I didn't wake up <laughs> one day and go oh I want to start Clementine but I I, you know, I did the thinking around it and realized that I was not alone in these feelings that you just said, um, and that perhaps I could play a role, given that I'd been on my own journey to get better, to helping other women. I I really believed strongly that I had the tools within me to kind of build something. I didn't know what it was, but I just kind of came. I love that story. Let me ask you a question. Uh, It's a personal one, and it's because this is my story where, you know, I have uh, complex PTSD, and Mm. I actually went inpatient for treatment about four years ago. And I can remember like calling the, like, you know, admissions office or whatever of this inpatient place and being like, am I bad enough to come in? And she's like, girl, you should have came in like years ago. Like yeah. you are qualified. And so I, I find that a lot of times I know, at least for me, and I know yeah. a bunch of other women, like that, even if we have all the hallmark signs of like a uh, mental breakdown or depression, panic yeah. attack, da, 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 for me, PTSD, like I was like, "Mm, I'm sure other people have it way worse. I'm just being oversensitive about this. And I'm just being like really dramatic. That was the thing I kept saying. I'm being so dramatic. And like professionals were like, you are in a crisis. This is called crisis. (laughs) I know like that. What you described there is so true of so many people though. um, And it's this feeling that um, my, what I'm going through is not as bad as what other people are going through and therefore it's not valid. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I mean, we talk about it a lot in the community, and it's like everybody's truth is different. Yeah. Okay. And if it feels bad for you, it's bad. Yes. <laughs> and yep. we don't need to worry about what everyone else's bad yep. is because we all cope in different ways, don't we? Well, you know, it's interesting. It's like, uh, for me, a lot of my like double guessing my feelings is due to a childhood of gaslighting. Like, oh no, that's normal. Like, even if you think that's wrong or bad, it's not, it's normal. Or, you know, oh, you're sad about this. You shouldn't be, or, you know, um, but I also let's relate that to femtech. A huge issue we see in femtech is that women go to doctors and are like, I think something's wrong. And they're like, "Mm, no, that's normal pain. And then she dies, you know, (laughs) or- I don't think this is right. Uh, you don't know. You're not a doctor. And she, you know, and it's like, yeah, but it's my uterus. I, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've lived with it long enough to know. And so there's like this gaslighting theme throughout all of that, right? 
Totally. It's interesting, actually. I'd just forgotten when you said that, that I never went to the doctors about my, I, I got my own therapy. I went into therapy. It didn't actually work. And that's when I found hypnotherapy and was my like tool out of the hole. And I never went to the doctors because actually, and I'm not saying this about all doctors, by the way, it's just my story. Yeah. I never um, trusted them that they would understand or had a relationship with me to know what my truth was. Yeah. So I just, yeah. I just I just bypassed it. <laughs> yeah, well, and also my story of uh, my qualifications, if you will, of, you know, um, in, in college, I admittedly, I had a drug problem in college, you know, yeah. this is very common for, uh, you know, self-treatment of PTSD symptoms. And I can remember one time I actually did go to the doctor because, uh, and I told him every three days, I'm like super energized and ready to go. And every other three days, I'm like super depressed. And it was because mm. I was on like an amphetamine um (laughs) (laughs) but because I was like an like a student college I worked as a medical technician I was like this beautiful young white girl Mm. he was like you have bipolar you know (laughs) he didn't even ask like well are you using drugs like wow that's scary he was like take in within five minutes it was like take this pill like call me in a year you know for a refill um long story short I don't have bipolar uh and I, I have since like adjusted my lifestyles accordingly. Um, but anyways, yeah, we could, it's just interesting. The relation between the mental health, um, mm. gaslighting, mental health, like I don't even trust my own feelings about this and then yeah. physical health, right? Yeah, yeah. It's very intertwined for women. So oh what is God. Clementine? Well, so Clementine at the moment <laughs> is a hypnotherapy app that helps Women who are feeling stressed or overwhelmed or anxious or feeling a bit low or, you know, just feeling like, mm, meh, you know, flat, like they can't cope with life. And it could be one of those things or they can't sleep or it could be all of those things. Mm-hmm. And we help them to, you know, to just basically it's a coping tool. It's, a, it's an app in your pocket that will help you to feel calm and give you the tools to be able to cope with some of the more negative stuff so that then you can start to feel like more confident and build your self-esteem so that you can do more of the things that you really want to be doing with your life. So after I interviewed you on the panel, I downloaded Clementine. Yeah. And now every morning listeners, I wake up to the sound of birds chirping. It's like this little <laughs> alarm that y'all have on your mind. <laughs> every so morning cute. I wake up to like these little chirpy things and this little yeah. message that's like, you're a rock star. Or like <laughs> or something like that. And then you're every a badass. Yeah. And then every <laughs> afternoon I get a message from your app as well. It's like, you don't have to be perfect at everything. And it just makes me like sit in my because at that point in the day, my shoulders are up to my ears, <laughs> hunched over, my stomach is cramped. I'm yeah. like answering three phones, you know? So and then true. I see you don't have to be perfect at everything. And it just lets me be like <sighs> Ah, you're yeah. right thanks Clementine <laughs> <laughs> yeah so true because we have I, I part of our approach is it's very much holistic so we a lot of the sessions are hypnotherapy based but we use tapping we use the sound of the birds and the mantras that are popping up to just really understand throughout a day where are those little pinch points right where you just need yeah. that little kind of like okay I can do this I'm yeah. leaning in I'm okay yes. And I love that it's it's a morning, it's an afternoon, it's a night thing because 
you know, mental health is not in spiritual health. If we, mm. if we say that this is just about my energy and my spirit, like, yeah. um, it's Always not awesome. a, like, uh, I'm going to read a book on help self-help and then I'll be cured. It's like literally yeah. every hour of the day you have to like kind of tap into it. Yeah. Um, what is hypnotherapy? I <laughs> yeah. envision black and white video of like <laughs> and suits on a stage. I don't know why that's what comes to my mind. Um, no, no. So tell us what hypnotherapy is. And then also how does it happen through an app? Cause I yeah. normally think about some kind of watch waving in front of my face. <laughs> yeah. So the first thing to describe before we talk about hypnotherapy okay. is what hypnosis is because okay, yeah. hypnotherapy is the art of getting you into a state of hypnosis. Got it. So it, hypnosis, it sounds really scary, right? It's actually, let's just replace hypnosis with the word autopilot. Okay. okay. It's that deep state of relaxation that we actually pass through so many times during the day. So for example, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you're brushing your teeth and you're just not thinking about it. Mm-hmm. You're basically on autopilot. Yeah. That you're actually in a hypnotic state, or perhaps you take the same route to work every day. Actually quite scary, right? When you're driving and you literally <laughs> are not thinking about it. Uh, yeah. You're on autopilot. You're yeah. in, a, you're actually in a hypnotic state. Yeah. And so the art of hypnotherapy is trying to um, guide you into a relaxing state okay. so that we can then start talking with you about and, and unpicking all of those negative, you know, the inner chatter, all of the things that you're unhappy with to retrain almost and rewire and, and weave, we use the word weave a lot, like reweave your thinking. Interesting. Can you hypnotize dogs? Um, <laughs> listeners know Q here. He's, he could use a little unwinding. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I reckon I'm sure there's somebody could. out there who does that. I reckon that. you probably could. Yeah. So, um, so it's, it's actually a very natural thing. It's not, you know, um, it, what's really cool about it is and people ask me this all the time like but what's the difference between hypnotherapy and meditation I think mm-hmm. for me the big there's two big things one which is with hypnotherapy it's very much a leaned back experience okay. okay and by that I mean is you can just put it on and you can listen and you you can allow yourself and give yourself the permission to follow or not follow Mm-hmm. And because actually the art of it is to not get you to follow, it's just to get you into the hypnotic state. Yeah. And once you've got there, the suggestions go in anyway. So that's what's really oh. powerful. Whereas meditation is different because it is a lean in experience. Yeah. Okay? Okay. And, the, and why that is really important is because we're living in a world, especially right now, where actually, like, I, I wanted so badly to get on with meditation, but I couldn't because I have such a busy brain. Mm-hmm. It's mental, right? Mm-hmm. The, art, the art of trying to get it to train itself to be, like, more present when I was very vulnerable put me under too much pressure. And actually, for a lot of women we hold a very strong perfectionist trait. Oh, yeah. So this is where it becomes <laughs> like, oh, I really want to do this. I'm going to try this. Oh, my God, I can't do it. I'm a failure. I yeah. suck. Like, and then you're like, I must be able to do this. Everybody else is doing this. And then it's like, oh, my God, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. 
um, it's different because you can lean back and it's all about relaxation and re- repetition is the key. It's just, you know, keep listening, keep listening and trusting it. Yes. So I've done a lot of guided meditations and I've never really thought about it like the lean in, lean, lean out kind of a thing or lean back, not out, but back is, um, the, you know, guided meditations. I'm also, I'm often told to imagine this, imagine you're here and then you do this, this person yeah. shows up, then yeah. you feel this, then this color shows up, right? Like you're told to like guide, guide, guide. And then I have done, um, <laughs> I I was addicted to nicotine and I'm since um I would say like seven weeks clean of nicotine. I'm very, very okay. proud of myself. Well vapes are the devil. Vapes <laughs> are like candy flavored vapes got me. Um oh. I was definitely a victim of that. <laughs> and also, you know, and and so, anyways, I was listening to YouTube channels and it said like hypnotize yourself to not vape. And I was desperate and I was like, I don't care. I'll listen to, I'll do whatever, you know, help me. And it, and I realized like the, the, these like videos or whatever, I would just put it next to my head when I was falling asleep. And it was just like, vaping is bad. Like you're worth Mm. so much more than the nicotine in there. And it would, but it just kept saying that vape is bad. Vape Mm. is bad. And it was like, there's no storyline. Yeah. There was no like anything, but I swear I started to like every day be like, this is, this sucks. <laughs> you know, like I think I'm really ready to do something and who knows, maybe it's all like placebo effect is absolutely real, but nevertheless, I felt like I was doing something about it. Is that kind of what you're talking about? Like, yeah, it, it is. Um, I imagine there's different types of hypnotherapy that isn't this hypnotherapy that we use, by the way, uh, we use cognitive hypnotherapy, which is Ooh. much more um, holistic and uses different techniques. So it, it has CBT in it. Um, it uses NLP and it uses coaching and it does use visualizations. And what we do, this probably comes onto the question that you're asking about, but how does it work when you're not actually in front of someone is we do all the research, right. With women and we understand all the areas where they're struggling. You know, we understand the words that they use around, you know, these areas like with body issues, whatever. And then it's almost, we talk to the therapist and we, and so that they can get into the mindset of what the problems are. Yeah. And then they design the sessions as if they were designing for a person. Right. But we've aggregated it all up because we've, we've read all the research that makes sense and spoken mm-hmm. to enough women to get the common themes. And so actually in a way, uh, having been to a therapist in person and, um, and now just having the app, mm-hmm. um, I I genuinely believe it works better because there is a bit of a wall when you go to see someone and um, when you're in the comfort of your own home, you know, there's no judgment and not that they're judging you. It's about you believing that they're (laughs) they're judging you, which is crazy. And um, it means that it's more accessible. So you can just do it all the time. Like I used to listen to one session for a whole year, like all day. (laughs) I was in the toilet on my way to work, on my way home before I went to sleep, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's when it can really work. I love that. And that's what femtech is, right? It's this idea that sure, there's like a solution that exists, but it's either gender agnostic or it's made for men, but, you know, told for women can just use it too. Um, And this sounds like it's much more like, no, 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 we made this with women-centered design. It is, (laughs) it is. 
absolutely female-centered design. It, there's no question about it. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. Um, I heard you have some like statistics for us on hypnotherapy. I don't even know the right questions to ask to get into them. So, uh, you know. Well, actually, I was not going to talk about statistics around hypnotherapy, but I, I wondered if, so a lot of the pe- people often ask me around this, you know, is this really a big problem oh. you know, around anxiety and stress and self-esteem and confidence? Is this really a woman problem? Everybody suffers from these things. <laughs> right yes I mean the fact that we're still debating that really like gets my work yeah 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 yeah. I I mean I could reel out a whole ream of reports across all countries across all cultures that show and we we talked about about it at the beginning right my story is so relatable yeah so if we talk firstly about anxiety and stress right even just now there was a massive report that came out from the UCL around um uh is how are people coping with stress and anxiety because of the current climate, right? And they spoke to people who are between 19 and uh, 90. And it showed that women right now, this this was even before the pandemic, this was true, but even now more so that disparity between men and women is is getting higher. And actually quite scarily, I was seeing that for younger women, I don't know how old you are, (laughs) I'm I'm not a young... Right, so you're in the younger women group. The 19 to 30-year-olds are suffering more than any other women. Oh, my God, I feel so validated. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) there you go. Um, And so I suppose, like, you know, like, like numbers are numbers, but to me I then go to, but why does, like, what happens then what happens when we're stressed and anxious because it because it has a flow-on effect for the next part which is Mm -hmm. Mm self-esteem and confidence yeah okay because when you're stressed and anxious means you don't sleep well yeah right then you have a day where you get really snappy or you don't like the way that you behave yeah and then you ruminate right and it's this constant thing going around you oh I wish I hadn't done that or god you know when I did this and then again you don't sleep because you can't turn off your busy brain yeah and then what happens is it gets worse and 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 there's so many statistics around this we stop exercising Mm -hmm. you know then we overeat yeah (laughs) because we're finding other um, ways to make ourselves feel good about ourselves yep. uh, or we or we drink more yep. and then we're less produ- productive and this vicious cycle just kind of goes on and on and then what happens is if that's left for too long it affects your self-esteem mm-hmm. now it, there's a lot a lot of people get muddled up with self-esteem and confidence mm. and the difference between the two because it affects confidence as well but it's kind of almost starts with self-esteem because self-esteem is that feeling that you have about your it's it's a it's it's hard to describe but it's like your own self-worth yeah of yeah. being you know in the world it's like do I believe that I'm a good person yeah so yeah. I actually have incredibly high self-esteem I genuinely believe that I'm a really good person right however when you're feeling really shitty sorry when you're stressed and yeah. anxious that it starts to chip away at you and you start to question your own self-worth yeah and then what happens is your conf- so confidence is different because confidence is about your belief in your own abilities to do things 
can be fleeting, Mm -hmm. you know, and it can change from week to week, from day to day, you know, whatever. But then when you're, if you think about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, sorry, but geeky, but you know, if if you haven't got self-esteem, then you start to like your confidence starts to like really crumble too, doesn't it? Yeah. Because you're like, I don't believe that I can do that because I don't have the core in me anymore. Yep. Because my belief about myself is so negative. Like, yeah. 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 And you start the imposter syndrome comes and all of this, Mm -hmm. you know. And so, I mean, you know, you're nodding your head. I know that so this, this is so many women suffer from this. Yeah. And then for me, I'm like, okay, so what? So what, but why does that happen? Yeah. Like why? Why does this keep happening to women? And I, I, that, I mean, it's such a big question, right? But I, I do think it starts from a really young age. Yeah. You know, if I think about my own journey, right? We are, t- we are t- I've got kids as well. So I'm, tr- I'm really like seeing mm-hmm, this as a parent mm-hmm. now, yes. <laughs> having to unpick what happened to me so that I don't do that to my own kids. Yep. But we're told from such a young age to, to, think like this, to talk like this, to be like this, to act like this, to sit like this, to look like this, to wear clothes like this, to at a certain age to have done X, you know, have kids by X, that's your timeline, this is what it looks like, Um, you're not worthy if you didn't go to university, you're not worthy if you don't have kids, Um, you know, like it's like a ticking clock almost, this thing you know, which I genuinely believe men don't have. They don't, they're not thinking about, oh, by X, I need to have done X or, you know, or thinking, oh, I need to wear this because I, it's just, it's just not something that happens. And so, and then the other part, so there's a lot of societal pressures, I think, on women. Yeah. And then the other part, which might, if I start it, it might seem like a random thing, but actually it's, it's so important, which is around um, women's bodies. Yeah. The impact that that has on our confidence mm-hmm. and not just our confidence, but um, our job prospects, you know, how much money we earn, everything like that. So there was a report done in the UK. This is UK centric. Um, and I'm surprised actually that the government did this. It was a body confidence report. So that was quite warming. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Um, I was like, oh my God. About, yeah, they're thinking about women's bodies. Good. Um, and it showed that 87% of girls aged, this is scary, aged between 11 and 21, believe that women are judged more on their appearance versus their abilities. So most women wow. at a very young age, 11, to 21 they already believe that the way they look is more important than their abilities okay now that's only one aspect of confidence yeah but the report then goes to show that actually poor body image is associated obviously with lower confidence right then all those things that I was talking about happen and then you lower your aspirations for what you can be Uh in this world Uh and then you lower and you pull back your social participation in the world and all of that oh my god it it makes sense right when you actually it does it just snowballs and 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 then you see this is part the reason why and it's just part there's so many it's so complicated why you see fewer women in leadership positions right and why women don't go for the job when they only have eight out of the ten skills and you know it's just 
Sorry, that was me going. Oh, <laughs> no, girl. We could talk all day, all night about all this. I am just sitting here nodding and nodding and nodding. Um, I think the only thing I would uh, say is that I, I think that men do suffer from yeah. body image issues oh, and like the perfect body and their perfect penis and all of that <laughs> stuff that they have to deal with. But I do absolutely think that women have probably like 10x. Yes. You know? um, because no, one of the things I feel is like the, the childhood thing that you're talking about, like, um, I love that meme that was going around for years. That was like, um, girls don't mature faster. They're just not, they're just told to like, stop being a child, you know? Yes. Like, um, so those types of really early things where boys are allowed to be boys for way yeah. longer, you know, whereas girls are, are, are restricted so much earlier from, you know, being silly or getting dirty or whatever, yes. you know, or punching a kid, you know, I've got two boys. And so I really see it in our yeah. street. We've got a lot of girls and so mostly girls and even the language that I see the mothers using with the girls and they're like, be careful, <gasps> be careful, be careful, be careful. And I'm like, oh my God, they're just riding a bike, like, like yeah. relax. Yeah. And, you know, uh, just what they're wearing and stuff like that is so, yeah. it's up to, I think parents actually can play a major role in, in breaking this cycle oh. for the next generations. Absolutely. And so does hypnotherapy like um, help unwind some of these yeah. things? Oh. Okay. Oh my God, yes. So we, that's why we built the app in the way that we have. We, we mainly focus on anxiety, stress, and and confidence and body confidence and and there's nuanced subjects when, within all of those yeah there is no one thing you know you said it before you can't just read a book you can't just do hypnotherapy and yeah. it, you know it's it's about taking a holistic approach and even within the app that's why we have right start your day right so because you know you know what it's like when you have a really crappy start to the day it ruins your whole entire day so that's why we focused on the morning and then we and then we we're like okay but we realize with the best intentions even if you have a good morning stuff happens that mm -hmm. wobbles you and so therefore we have sessions to help like kind of get you back on track as quickly as possible maybe you've been on instagram all morning and you've got yourself into a hole of self-comparison like dread <laughs> you yeah. know it's like how do you quickly get yourself out of that and yep. then we have sleep sessions and now we're working really hard to go deep on therapy around courses about around some of these quite tricky subjects. Oh. So anxiety, for example, uh -huh. confidence. We, we, I just did the confidence course, which is coming out next month. Yes, Is it now. your voice on it? No, no. Okay. <laughs> First of all, people call me Clementine and I'm not. And then they're like, oh, I love the voice. And it's like, I'm not the voice. No, we have You're a trade. You go. Have a trade. <laughs> a master practitioner in cognitive okay. therapy who who I work very closely with because I understand mm -hmm. the insight around it yeah and and her and I you know sort of like bounce off each other to to get where we need to get oh, to cool 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 well that actually brings me to what are some of the future goals for Clementine so you have these courses can you tell us yeah. a little bit about that more yeah and we have also, like what are some other future things I mean, but if I start with our mission, really like big stuff, you know, there's a, I've just described a pretty bleak world where women are struggling with stress <laughs> no, and anxiety no. and confidence. And I would just be so happy when I die, if I, my legacy was that I've built a, a, a company, not just an app, a company and mm -hmm. a brand that women feel that they can trust that help them cope with all of these things and not just cope, but also thrive in the world. 
and that's our mission. And the app that we've built is the gateway into that. Um, but actually, it's more than that, right? We want to connect and, commu- and build community. So I mentioned before we jumped on this that we've just started our first ever um, wellness festival, mm-hmm. which is all about, you know, January's um, January's an interesting time of the year because often you 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 want to have a refresh and a reset yeah. and a rethink. Yeah. This year is interesting because you want to do that, but you most people are sleepwalking into twenty twenty one. Yeah, they're like, jaded. oh no, it didn't just change overnight. We're yeah. still in the twenty twenty nightmare. <laughs> exactly, and but but no one knows how to like get unstuck. So yeah. we yeah. created this festival, which now we're realizing is something that we can own every year. Uh, to reboot all different aspects of women's life sleep you know sex people aren't having as much sex as they want Mm -hmm. career all that stuff and it helps um like I don't believe in creating a brand that doesn't doesn't like properly connect women together yeah um and then we're in chats with um one of the biggest beauty brands here in the UK about creating multi-sensory experiences and rituals for women around products that women use every day okay right that that could be elevated through some of our amazing little like morning routines and actually building them together to go all right let's let's build rituals for women so that they're not just slapping on their moisturizer they're mindfully and going okay kim you can have a good day. All right. Do you know what I mean? It's oh like, my gosh, and the- I love that a lot. Yeah, me too. I'm excited. I, love I, that. You know, I, I, I genuinely believe that like the, the, the biggest impact we can make is through multi-sensory, you know, especially in this world where we're living in, where we're not connecting enough and not touching things enough. Yeah. Um, but we can bring the digital together with the physical yeah. and the smell and all that stuff so yeah yeah, yeah we're doing lots of really fun it's things slowing down and being like how does this feel <laughs> what temperature yeah. is this you know like exactly yeah yeah does my stomach hurt does this happen you know like yeah. what how do I feel when I do this I I've done that with cooking because I, I really like cooking as a scientist who doesn't work in a lab anymore um, I find that cooking is kind of my like lab time. I'm mixing, I'm measuring, I'm timing. And I use it as a mindfulness experiment where I say, look at the colors of these ingredients. And then like, I cut it and I'm like, how did that feel to cut? Like cutting a tomato is different than a cucumber, different than onion, you know, and um, Love that. how did that knife go through it? And what smell is coming? <laughs> Are my <Yeah>. eyes burning? <laughs> that one's not as pleasant, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> you know, or like what smells are coming up and what sounds am I hearing from the thing grilling or whatever. And so it's like, I could autopilot cooking and I probably do still most of the time, but sometimes I'm just like, nope, there's no podcast on right now. There's no nothing Brit. Cause sometimes I got, you know, TV's on and music's on all these things. Sometimes I'm just like, just focus on the senses, you know, but it took me years to do that. And if your app can yeah. help guide women to see, oh my God, putting on moisturizer could be a mindful activity. Huh? Yeah. Woo-hoo. Brushing my teeth. Like, yeah. you know, starting your day and ending your day, two things you do every day. We don't think about it and don't use that time really like to just love ourselves. Yeah. Oh. Well, Kim, this has been so amazing. I cannot wait to continue and enroll in your courses when they launch. Um, uh, it is it is really, really amazing to have somebody 
focusing on women's, uh, you know, mental wellness in, in a unique way with the hypnotherapy. I have yet, this is the first time I've found an app that does that. Cool. Well, we're, we're glad to have you on the journey with us. <laughs> I have two last questions for you that our listeners love. The first one is if someone wanted to start a femtech company, then what's areas in women's health and wellness that you think still need innovating? Yeah, I was thinking about this actually. Um, and I always think about problems that I have. <laughs> yeah. And I find it really interesting when I, I've been pregnant twice now, and I know there's a lot of stuff around periods and fertility, mm-hmm. but I think that there is a real um gap in supporting women through their pregnancy journey and I I mean like we have we get given midwives right well often here in the UK you might have five different midwives you don't you don't and that is actually really stressful and when you're pregnant so many things happen it's so stressful like I can't believe that there is not a service that like really just hand holds you through yeah there's blogs there's websites but it's not that's not the same of what I'm talking about I wanted someone to be there all the time assigned to you yeah yeah exactly and that doesn't need to be in person either Mm -hmm. and you know there's lots of things that they use within that journey like tracking heart rates and like why do I need to go to the doctors to do this stuff like to me this just seems crazy which adds a whole nother level of stress as well when you're having to go to the doctors and da 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 so I think being pregnant and hand-holding women through that journey I think there's a lot of disruption that could happen there Absolutely. And, and I, I want to add to your dream about that six weeks after pregnancy, my sister yeah. just had a baby and thank God I'm friends with like 20 OB gins because yeah. she, I was with her, you know, the baby was born and she, you know, this happened and I'd be like, let me text my crew. And it's like, why she need you know, not yeah. everyone has a sister who's the founder of Femtech Focus. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know? exactly. And also you rely on your peers. They call that the fourth trimester. And actually, like I remember when we came home with our first son, we were calling the hospital. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Is this right? And it's like, uh, you know, yeah. there just could be way more to be done around that. It's very traumatic. Absolutely. Absolutely. And our last question is, um, what do you think the femtech industry as a whole needs the most right now in order to be successful? Okay. To me, it's there's two things. <laughs> One of them is a bit out there. Uh, it's obvious. It needs funding, right? Okay. So, but I think that one thing that I found really unhelpful, just going to put it out there. I hate all of this. I hate it how I, I see so many companies now trying to get women to pitch. Pitching competitions, you know, blah, blah. I fundamentally do not believe in the idea of pitching in a competition to get funding for your business. And I think it's very disruptive for women to have to, most women wouldn't do that unless you've got uber confidence. Uh It takes out a whole bunch of people. I know so many women who would never, ever, ever do. I think it just needs to be gone. I think it's unhelpful. Um, So I think that the investment community needs to rethink how they engage women in in the funding process so when I got my well I found my investor he never made me pitch we had a conversation and it was amazing and honestly I'm part of a community of so many women in business who are all operating very small businesses that could be massive and they would never ever even enter the arena because of pitching 
Wow, you are blowing my mind right now because I'm like <laughs> a pitch coach. <laughs> Sorry, you know, I'm just no, putting it out no, there. No, I love it. I absolutely love it. And the reason I'm a pitch coach is because it's so freaking hard. It's and I have this very weird, unique thing that I love pitching. And yeah. um, I so it's like this very unique unique yeah. skill very unique. that I'm trying to provide to other people to do. And, you know, uh, my first company, I had this brilliant co-founder. He's still in my life today. Ben, if you're listening, you're so amazing. Um, best business partner ever. But he is the most introverted Chinese man I've ever met in my life. And he would rather die than yes. go on stage and pitch. We've, yeah. we would, he, there was one time that we qualified because of him to do the pitch and he was required to do it. He had to drink alcohol before going up there and he <laughs> doesn't drink, wrong. you know, this is wrong. that's wrong. He had to it's drug wrong. himself in order yeah. to do it, you know? And so you're really, really making me think, um, what do you, do you have any ideas about the solution then? If it's not, I don't think I they think should of- be making people pitch. I think, I think get rid of pitching, just, yeah. just have coffee, you know, set up coffee meetings with people. Like just How do we get- feel that though? Cause I feel like the pitch is allows like the founder to present the story to let we could even say a hundred investors at the same time and then trickle down from there so what's I, honestly idea? I think a lot of a lot of this picture these pitching competition is um a bit of like it's being glamorized I I don't I also don't believe that people who have put their slave their guts to come up with a business idea I find it a bit patronizing to think Oh, at the, at the end bit, the bit that's the most important to get the money, I have to go to a competition. Do you see what I mean? I find I, that. I am, have this huge grin on because I'm like, oh, my God. I, I think I should clear the rest of my day because I'm going to be thinking about this. Because I just don't agree why with Why should you have to stand on stage like a monkey yeah, dance? Exactly. I just because find it disrespectful. That's what I tell, that's what I tell people. It's, it's, it's theater. You know, that's what I'm actually coaching people on is theater. And it's like, if you're solving a, like fibroids, you don't need to be an improv master. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? I just, you know, the scale of, I think it's up mm-hmm. to the investment community to rethink the, the way that they do this. And some of, and I'll be, be honest, some of the female focused VCs do this. Oh. Yeah, have they not thought about the fact that they've cut out probably 90%, and I really mean that 90% of women who just would not even consider going the next stage in their business because they don't want to go near like it's too scary yeah do you think that the virtual is helping with that at all because it's not like a stage with lights it's you know zoom yeah I do I do but I I don't think I think it needs a rethink of even like how they engage with businesses and you know Mm. that whole thing needs a remodel a rethink Mm, my goodness, you are really, really making me think. My team should be nervous when they hear this. They're gonna be like, oh no, oh no, she's gonna change everything. Thank you I've never so- said that out loud. I've kept that to myself for quite a long time, and I, and I almost wrote an article and then I stopped because I thought people are gonna hate me for saying this, but I just think it's wrong. Well, I would love to collaborate with you on that, and mm. because um, I think that you, you're set in your ways about it. I'm growing towards it. You know, you really have planted the seed in me and uh, I, I, I'm all for it. 
I'm all yeah. for it. Well, Kim, you are amazing. Um, <laughs> You're amazing. Let's hypnotize the world. Look at <laughs> get Kim's competitions to be obsolete. <laughs> let's increase the confidence of women. Let yeah. us increase the confidence in our body image and our work. Let's yeah. decrease the expectations of our perfectionism. Exactly. Um, and just uh, just allow ourselves to be human you know exactly yeah. love your work and thank you so much for um sharing my story and yeah let's stay thank connected you. thank you for listening to my interview with kim palmer founder and ceo of clementine i hope you enjoyed her personal story and how hypnotherapy transformed her life if you're looking for increased emotional wellness self-confidence and self-esteem then download clementine app today Already Fem fans, don't forget to get your ticket for the March 22nd Summit. Go to femtechsummit.com to get your early bird tickets now, which are only $35. Also, be sure to join our Femtech Focus virtual community and subscribe to our newsletter at femtechfocus.org. In our virtual community, you can become a Fem Pro member for only $10 a month and get access to a library of recorded Femtech content and free tickets to our Femtech Fundamental events, which are workshops to help founders build, launch, and succeed. You can also get discounts to what? The Summit! Did I tell you about the Summit? Told you about the Summit, right? So become a Fem Pro member, get a discount to the Summit. Uh, Femtech Focus also has Monday night podcast listening parties, a new Femtech book club, and weekly office hours on Clubhouse. There's a lot going on, so definitely become a member at femtechfocus.org so you can stay up to date. While there, please consider making up a recurring donation because Femtech Focus is a 501c3 nonprofit and relies on your donations to operate. Okay, Fem fans, until next time, keep innovating because improving women's health and wellness improves everyone's health and wellness.